Well, hello. Oh my God, success. <laughs> hello. How are you? I can hear you, but it, we, it sounds weird. Oh, like how? Like there's dots like <laughs> How? Like I wish I could record it so then I could send it to you so you would hear it. That's weird. It's like in the background or? No, it's only when you speak. It sounds like, mm, like if you were speaking to an actual microphone, but it was like grainy. Okay. Is it still grainy? Uh, I can't explain it other than that, but it doesn't, you can't really make out what you're saying unless you can hear me perfectly fine. Well, that's great. But then I won't have anything to say back to you because I won't understand you. Does it still sound weird? Yes. Well, shit. I mean, <laughs> well, I wonder if you listen to it, if it sounds like that or if it's just my phone, because I can make out what you're saying. Yeah, well, that's not going to work, is that? But I mean, at least we, we are we're on now. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, go ahead and say something else again. Can you hear me now? Oh, my God, I can. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fucking baby. Good. Jesus made a miracle happen. Oh, my God. It only took what? An hour? I don't even know. To figure out our lives. <clears throat> I even had to tell my lovely husband, we're recording. Don't text me right now. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I love you mucho. Besitos. All right. Well, welcome to the Kitty Cat Show Sacramento, where we talk about hot topics, politics, current events, and the weather. Today, we welcome Christina Jimenez. Hi, Christina. Oh. Hey, girl. Where's the girl? Uh? I'm just saying, like, just, <laughs> just in general, like, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, boo. What's up? I'm, I'm excited to be here. I know. So much fun. I get to catch up with you. And then, so, um, how you been? How's the weather? Well, the weather right now looks kind of gloomy. It's a little sad looking outside the window, but I feel like nice and cozy inside my room with a blankie, you know, some essential oils going in the background. It's a, it's a good ambiance that I have going on for this podcast today. Sounds so fun and cozy. Yes. I don't have any of that fun stuff. I just have a, since I can't have a real chimney in Sacramento, um, all I have is a firewood scented candle going right now while I watch the dogs uh, nap. So Well, that's, that's a type <laughs> of ambiance, you know? If it works for you, boo, it's good. Yeah. They're so <laughs> cute. They're wearing like little Christmas sweaters that we bought them. So Aww. I know. Did you do did you do a holiday card with the dogs? No, we're probably gonna just take a little family photo on Christmas Day as we're just That'd hanging at home, isolating from everyone else. Uh exactly. I go to work <clears throat> and home. Work and home. That's pretty much my routine. Mm -mm. How um how was Corona treated you this year? Oh <sighs> well, see, when I start talking about what I've gone through with, you know, everything for this year. Like, I start thinking about how other people have probably had it a lot worse. Mm -hmm. But for me, 2020 was supposed to be the year. Like, <laughs> the year I was no longer going to be single, which in essence, I'm still, I'm not single anymore. I'm married. But it <laughs> was a different mindset. You know, May was going to come around. We were going to get married. My now husband, Santiago, and I, and our church wedding and everything, you know, I almost said, Charla, casa por la ventana. <laughs> but 
Corona happened and I got to experience my bachelorette, which, you know, was a good part of the of the year. In you that went to New Orleans? I went to New Orleans with some of my closest friends. We had a blast. It was amazing. Made it back to Sacramento a week and a half later. Everything broke. Like everything started shutting down. My life completely changed. You know, the work that I was doing at before I got laid off, the store that I was at before for retail closed. That was interesting and different. You know, I had to postpone the wedding from May to August. And then I realized it was still not going to be safe for my family and for my friends. And mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be having my wedding and having somebody maybe get sick because they wanted to attend my special day. So yeah. when I decided to do something very small and intimate in my parents' um, backyard, it was perfect. It was just his family, my family, and like the, the closest like main people that were going to be in the wedding. And that was it. It was literally like 15 people and it was, it was perfect. It was very intimate. Uh-huh. Um, I'm officially <clears throat> Mrs. Benitez. Haven't changed the last name in my license. Well, no, because he's going to change his name to Mr. Jimenez, right? No, I, well, that's a <laughs> joke you and I have going on. And, you know, it's happened many times where he, like, takes my car or does something and they say, here you go, Mr. Jimenez. And he always brings you up because <laughs> you always call him that. So it's kind of, it's a running joke you and I have going on. And I plan to keep it running for a long time. But no, eventually I told him I'll eventually change it when I need to get a new passport in like 10 years. Oh, God. If we can travel, because, <laughs> you know, nobody wants to see our passport passport anywhere in the world right now. I know. That is true. <sighs> I know. So sad. And how things have changed. But now, not, luckily, now I'm married. Now I have a new job. And because, you know, I've not been able to just stay home, like, during the time where I didn't work for maybe, like, a month and a half, I decided to start going back to school. And now I'm working on my MBA. Oh, that's so exciting. Very, I know. I'm a very busy lady nowadays. You are. How's, how's doing school now that you're in your um, <clears throat> late 30s? It's, um, <laughs> it's hard in the aspect that it was long enough for me to forget all the stuff that I didn't miss from school. I only miss the good parts. And now that I'm in it, you know, obviously it's online and everything, but it's, I'm like getting home from work and I'm tired, you know, and I'm ready to just put my feet up and like watch a show or do something. And I got readings to do. I got homework to do. I really don't know how people that have kids do it. And I give them so many props for it because just working full time and going to school, like doing two classes at a at time is a lot. No, totally. And then kudos to you because you're actually, you know, you're going back to school, which means it's never too late to, you know, level up your education and learn something new and, and get back at it. So it's never too late. Yeah. Knowledge is power. The more you can learn, the better. I've always thought that even if you don't want to go back to school and you just you're in your current role at any job and you want to continue growing just learning the more you can it's so fulfilling absolutely so love it so what else what else you have planned for the rest of the year you know the the rest the next two weeks (laughs) the next two weeks that's right the next two weeks um just stay home you know be with the family continue my schooling after friday i'm free so that's great you know i get to really experience these last two weeks just just stay home and really 
reflect on the year and really, you know, realize, like I mentioned, like for me, like, yeah, postponing my wedding and losing my job, I was able to get back on my feet and I have a really great support system like yourself and other friends that have been there, but just cherishing the stuff I do have and just hoping for the best. And hopefully like overall, you know, everybody finishes this year and really takes into consideration all the great things that we have, the things we've lost and how we're going to move forward to the better, to be better humans in general. I think that's a big one. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like just being a better person, be kind to one another. Um, yes. I know we hear that a lot, but we never, you know, walk the walk. We just say it. Um, but, you know, uh, that's one thing that I was talking to my boss earlier. Um, we don't know what's going on at people in people's minds, what's going on outside of the four walls that we work in. So it's always great to mm -hmm. get to know them. Obviously, you don't want to cross any lines, but correct you know get to know them and be able to support in whatever way possible to um, uplift them even if it's not work related because you never know so yeah and we spend so much time with our you know with employees or fellow colleagues that we need to have that sense of you know belonging so what's best to develop that than to actually get to know them like you said in a professional manner um but in ways for them to know that we care and that we're there for them when times get tough there's certain times that Sometimes maybe you can't even talk to somebody in your family because maybe that communication strength is not great there. Mm -hmm. But being able to have somebody maybe at work, your second home would be great to be able to like communicate with somebody or open up on certain things going on. And this year has been tough for many people, oh, not yeah. just a few. Yeah, in many, many ways, shapes and forms. So um, correct. Totally. All right. So it's nice catching up on your 2020. Um, and so let's dive in. So today we're going to talk about the Netflix Selena series. Um, it's been getting a lot of mixed reviews, good reviews here, negative reviews there. Like, what the hell were they thinking with those wigs? And she doesn't look like Selena XYZ. <laughs> so um, uh, you want to kick us off and uh, start talking about let's go with episode one. Uh, episode one. First of all, when I first started watching it, First, I didn't even know much about it coming out. Like, I feel like because I was so busy with my stuff and everything going on, when I realized it was coming out, I was like, oh, my God, I need to make time to watch that. And even before <laughs> I started watching it, I had already heard some like, even close friends saying, oh, I'm, I'm boycotting it. I'm not watching it because I've heard bad reviews. But and they I'm hadn't like, even watched it yet. Correct. They were just, you know, taking the same, saying the same things other people that did watch it that maybe didn't have much context to be making those comments were saying they were just repeating them and that's fine you know but I wanted to see for myself and when I started watching episode one I was like okay where are we going where are we going with this because you know like the opening scene it starts off where, where is it that she's at I think she either she's in Mexico or in Chicago I don't remember god damn it this is gonna be a housekeeping section for us <laughs> like okay, we're gonna have to come back to this and really like make ourselves sound good because you obviously we missed something here, but right. she's presenting, you know, como la flor. And I just loved how it started because at that point, I didn't know. It's like, is it going to start from here? It's going to show me her whole life. Where is this show taking me? Right. Because a lot of people were comparing it to the movie, which was, like, I believe the expectation. It's like, okay, it starts off with, you know, her career kicking off and XYZ. But no, it, it, it sets the tone for where the series is going. Yes. And I like that because it keeps me enticed. It's like, okay, so yeah, you gave me a little 
preview of what's to come. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. I want to see more. And then you show me, okay, let me, let me take you back to the beginning. And I like that to me personally. No, totally. And then, so how was it for you for, uh, at that point where they broke into that scene when they're at the hospital and they didn't even know they're having a baby, nonetheless, a girl. Like, what was it? What did I think? Well, for like, me, did you, like, did you even ever imagine that that's how her name came about and how her life started, basically? No, but it, you know, it even made me think, like, for me, like, my mom always mentions, like, back in the day, in the 80s, like, you know, when I was born, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> she mentioned that, you know, to get an ultrasound to figure out if it was a boy or a girl, you needed money. And my parents were like, is she, is the baby fine? Is it a boy or a girl? Like they didn't even ask, like, cause that was more money. And my parents didn't have that type of money to be able to, you know, afford an ultrasound. So, so back my mom then it was a surprise. Dad, it was a surprise. Like they didn't know if we were having a boy or girl and they decided my name on the spot. I know for a fact is because my mom kept watching Univision or TV and kept seeing the Christina show and that's where my name comes from. <laughs> she never wants to dead. say it is, but I'm sure that's where it came from. Oh my God, it makes so sense now. <laughs> it, it related to me because I guess and I'm like, oh, that's how my parents did it. Like, you know, they figured it out on the spot, on the fly. And that's how it was. So like for me, I'm like, oh, I, I identified myself with what I was watching on the episode, which was pretty cool. That's hilarious of a fucking story I, I it didn't <laughs> click it didn't dawn on me that back then they didn't have fucking gender reveals they didn't have like here's an ultrasound there's the penis there's the vagina yeah um, that wasn't a thing like now i'm glad the technology is there because like i don't know if whenever one day i decide to have a child if i want to wait till you know that's obviously a conversation me and my husband haven't had sorry babe if we're trying to <laughs> figure something out later but now i'm putting you on the spot but I don't think I could wait. Like I would want to know. I'd want to plan. Right. Even absolutely. If, if maybe if the colors I end up choosing are like yellow, green, or gray, because I'm weird, but yes, you are. with everything. But I mean, <laughs> 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 you know, like I, I think I would want to know. And so, like having being in that moment and seeing that, it's it's really interesting. And and like some of the things you pointed out in regards to like the name, how they came up with the name. Right. So um, in the first five minutes, you can see that she gave birth and her bedside hospital roomie, um, same thing happened. She had a boy and she was planning for a girl. So she pretty much gave up the name Selena's like, oh, well, Selena's up for grabs. And so that's how she got her name from the neighbor lady. Yeah. So from, interesting. So from there, you were saying that Abraham, the dad, went downstairs and tried to figure out what the name meant. Yeah. And like one thing I questioned was, you know, did he really do that or is it something that they're giving us more context? But either way, I it, it fits in right into the story because it's like I do want to get to know them more. Like back in the day when we were kids, we had the movie. That's the only way that we had as an inside look to her her life. This if it's a series with multiple parts like. I'm excited because I get to really dive in and get to know a little bit more of each individual. And in this case, Abraham went downstairs, according, you know, in the story, in the show, and, and he looked and did a little bit of research and found out that Selena, the name Selena, came from the Greek goddess of the moon. Well, it which meant is, Greek goddess of the moon, yes. Yes. But I mean, like, that's crazy because, like, there's so many things that I can think of, like, like her video, Dreaming of You in the future. Like, I, every time I see the moon, I think of that video because of... 
you know what's funny? If you remember from the movie, there's a scene when she's on the rooftop and then Suzette comes up and says, Selena, what are you doing up here? She's like, I'm looking up at the moon and I'm dreaming. It's a whole, like, (laughs) that's why I'm asking, is it something that really happened? Is it like, is it coincidence? Like, what is it? Like, it's so intriguing. Based on interviews and reports that I've seen, because on my drive to work, I have an hour drive. So I'm just like playing YouTube videos and interviews or whatever. Love Um, it. So Suzette and Abraham, the dad and the sister, are executive producers. So meaning they had a lot of say in the script. Um, So compared to the movie, the movie was 50% Hollywood, 50% real. So what we got from the movie was not 100% accurate, not even 50% accurate. And that's interesting to know because a lot of people that are comparing the series to the movie, they probably don't even know that. No, not at all. And it's funny to me because after I watched the series, um, I watched the movie and I couldn't see Celine anymore. All I saw and all I heard was J-Lo. Yeah. Compared to the interviews uh, that did happen in real life with Selena, I was like, they don't sound the same. They don't look the same. And people are like, oh, Christina, uh, I don't know her last name. The girl that's playing Selena now, she doesn't look like her. She doesn't speak like her, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like she captures selena's essence at a better rate than j-lo did but see like and and yes i agree that i agree with that but also like you got to think about it i i do like the fact that the new actress is doing the accent because think about it they were like mexican-american but they were living in texas you know he they definitely had an accent and i really love that in the series they're portraying that obviously jennifer lopez did the best she could did a great um you know, portrayal of Selena, and I think she did right. an amazing job. But, it, you know, each thing is with, with um, like, that was done then, and this is done now, and I feel like they went so much more in-depth, and I love that. So I said, Christina, my her name is Christian Serratos. It's because you wanted it to be me. O sea, uh, deep maybe. down inside, you wanted me to be O sea, I love Selena, but I would never be an actress, so I'll stick <laughs> to my day job better. I mean... <laughs> But anywho, (laughs) so then it rolls in and they're in their home and Abraham's teaching A.B. um, how to play the guitar. A.B., who's played by Gabriel Chavarria and uh, Abraham was played by Ricardo Antonio. Um, Ricardo Antonio, I know him from when he used to be in Desperate Housewives. Did you ever watch that show? Yes, that well, I've also seen him in something else, but I can't put my finger in it. He was in Scandal. (gasps) Oh! That's where I knew him he from. He played Francisco Vargas. He was running for president, and yes, then he got he murdered. Yes, he did. Yes. Now I remember. He's <laughs> a good actor. So those two actors I love. Like Gabriel Chavarria. Also, um, I don't know if you ever watch um, Isla's High on uh, Hulu. I've heard of it, but I've n- I have had not I have not had the pleasure to do it. It's like a teeny bopper, like soap show. Okay, all my favorite shows. So yes, I need to watch it. <laughs> So, anywho, enough about those two. So, uh, it breaks into a scene where he's teaching them how to play the guitar. And then, in the far, you can hear Selena singing. And he's approach- He's going outside um, as she's catching, um, oh, my God, what are those flies called? The ones with the lidded butts. <laughs> You're asking me? I'm horrible at this. I can barely figure some things out. Um <laughs> Dragonflies? <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say dragonflies too. 
Uh, but that's not what it is. But anyways, um, oh, come to me. Luciernagas. I can think of it in Spanish. I can't think of it in English. Did you just say bats? No, luciernagas. What are those? That's what I think you're talking about, but I think that's what it is. Again, another housekeeping thing we can do later. <laughs> um, oh, it is called the firefly. You were right. Oh, so we were right. No, I. Oh, I guess I was because I was going to say that too. Anyways, so she's outside catching fireflies with the mason jar and she's singing. Um, really beautiful voice of that actress. By the way, the little girl, she was singing for real. Um, her name is Madison Taylor Baez. So in the entire series, she's the only one that's actually singing. So, oh, I could tell. But I loved her voice. Yeah. So powerful. In this scene, Abraham comes outside and realizes that she can sing and then pulls her inside um, and starts like, oh, my God, you can sing. Let's try this. Versus in the movie. See, now we're supposed to be talking about the series, but I keep going back and forth with the movie. Um, it's the only thing we have to compare it to. So it makes sense. In, right. In the movie, um, the scene breaks to automatically Abraham and Selena singing together in the living room versus in the show. Um, he goes outside and it's like, wow, she can sing. Well, first of all, when I was watching that part of the scene, I couldn't hear anything else. So obviously I was like, man, he has amazing hearing hearing because like I can't hear anything. And I had <laughs> this TV on full blast. And I'm like, where is he going? Que se le perdió? What is he looking for? And right, then because I see you don't know where he's going. <laughs> and then I hear her voice. And I'm like, oh, my God. Her voice is so strong. They didn't play it earlier. Like, I'm sure of it. Or if they did, like, I really did not hear it. I missed it. No, but she sounded great. But in that moment, it did have that equivalent from the movie that portrayed Abraham as yeah. a child exploiter mm. that's my thought he's like he utilized his kids to live his dream through them yeah which I feel like it's most Mexican families anyway <laughs> yeah it's just that he was he was a little bit more um, you know a second generation Mexican Right. And Mexican American. So I feel like that's why, like, it wasn't a different, like, his dream was different. Uh -huh. Like, usually, like, the dreams of my parents have always been, like, homework and have a good job and keep moving up. And, like, for him, it was follow your dreams. Right. And granted, yes, it was her dream. Eventually, well, she loved singing. She realized that after. But at first, it was like, wait, what? Like, why do you want me to do this, Dad? Right. So how and then it rolls over to um, him trying to start the band and then forcing Susette to play the drums. Correct. Like she had a full on meltdown in both the series and the movie about yeah. playing the drums. So given that Susette was an exec is an executive producer to the show, I'm assuming um, a lot of those scenes are a thousand percent accurate. We're assuming that the meltdown meltdown is real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we can say that. Uh -oh. um, so then what happens next I forgot well side note before we figure out what came next one of the things just speaking about it like I feel like the series is doing such a good job in really giving us an inside look into each one of the family members right which is what I was telling uh, my boyfriend I was like it's, they should have named it the Quintanillas a Selena story or Selena something not selling to the series because it does uh, elaborate more in the backstories of each um, person. I don't want to say character because they're real life people. 
Yeah, um, but unfortunately, what's going to sell? What's going to make it more of an eye-catching for new generations, old generations? Everybody's going to go because of the name Selena. Right. No, I totally get that. So but, I understand why they did it that way. But yes, I love that more of the stories of each individual family member is portrayed. And we really get an inside scoop of, you know, what AB was going through, what Suset was going through, what Abraham was going through, with what their mom was going through, what everybody was going through, and really seeing it in full detail more than just like a two and a half hour movie. Right. Is that how long the movie was? I don't know how long that movie is, but normally movies are like two and a half hours. So that's what I'm just saying. In my I don't know what movies right you watch. Movies are usually an hour and 45 minutes. And that's okay. Well, two hours. They will now be media to two and a half around there to say two hours is a sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> but you understood what I meant. <laughs> yes. Uh, are we, are we yeah. at a, did we hit a wall? <laughs> well, I don't know. You had more points. What else did you want to bring up? Because I can bring up different things. Like the other thing that I was going to mention that you mentioned before was uh, like where we see Selena or the, in, in the series um, singing, you know, her character singing. Some of the people were commenting about the fact that, you know, she's lip singing and it's super noticeable. Right. And then, so again, going back to interviews that I've watched, um, AB, the, the son, um, yep. shared that Selena would lip sync when she was on stage and she wasn't a professional lip singer. She's not a drag queen. Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad you got the reference. <laughs> I loved it. I hope um, everybody else gets the reference. Right. So in, in essence, like she's still playing the character that's not 100% a, a lip singer because that's what happened in real life. Yeah. Um, which... Yeah. And I like that he mentioned that because I feel like at first, like the first episode um, on the first episode, eventually, like towards the end, when we get to the part where she you knows she's older and growing up and she's singing. I'm like, wait, I noticed it. But I was like, I feel like there's a reason for it. And I'm glad that you brought that up because, yeah, obviously any new artist that's eventually going to start singing, they're eventually going to have them do playback and, you know, lip sync. And it's going to it's it's a technique they're going to have to get used to and they're going to have to learn how to. Right. So it just progresses and shows how the character is portraying Selena the best way she can and actually showing you that transition that she grew as an artist. Mm hmm. So as we uh, dive deeper into the series, um, this will be a four-episode um, podcast. Um, yes. Just wanted to talk about the backlash that uh, the series got when it was first um, announced and the trailer and the snips that were um, released. I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. I'm boycotting it. Um, she doesn't even look like her. The hair. We need to mention the hair. So I love the fact that everyone's bitching about the wigs. Now, granted, a lot of those, not Selena's wigs, but the rest of the characters, those wigs are thirsty. <laughs> those, and what I mean by thirsty is like, those wigs are like from Party City. Poor Chris, um, Jesse uh, Posey, the guy that plays Chris, I'm like, they did him dirty with that curly ass wig. But we'll get are into you that. But are Ooh. you comparing that wig to the movie? How the actor in that? No, I'm I'm comparing it to real hair. Oh, okay. Then I get you. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Won't say nothing. You're right. But on the flip side of that coin, um, for 
uh, Christian Serratos that plays Selena, like the afro, the orange hair, like all those curls, like that was the style in the 80s. Like yes. she literally had those hairstyles. Yeah. She had that nappy ass fro. She had that weird looking perm. I mean, it that happened. Granted, I was a baby when she was rocking all those hairstyles, but whenever I got, I got a little bit older, <laughs> I did see pictures of, like, her new CDs, and, like, we were talking earlier, like, when we would listen to her, you know, cassettes. Yes, cassettes. Oh, my God. Cassettes. I used to have, um, I didn't get the first one, but the, the second two, and then I ended up getting Dreaming of You. All tapes that I would play on my um, Walkman. For those kids that don't know what a Walkman is, it's, um, an, AirPods. An older version. It's AirPods. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. No, but see, like, I upgraded by the Dreaming of You CD. I was like, honestly, ya me creo. Like, I'm a, I, I, I can do this. So, like, my parents bought me the CD. And I Oh, she had like, a disc player. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Davis, what else can you expect? Wait, was it anti-skip? Well, I, well, if I didn't move it. Yeah, it was anti-skip. <laughs> Hold it straight. Hold it straight. Hold it straight. Or if you hold it to the ankle, you had to like put a little bit of pressure to make right. sure this kept going. Oh you know, God. we had techniques. <laughs> you know, techniques that my kids in the future will never know. But those were life skills. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. But anywho, um, <laughs> the series itself, it you can't compare it to the movie. Like no. we mentioned earlier, like the series, it's actually digging deeper into the entire story, how the family unit worked together and, and how each piece um, made that happen and made her career thrive. Um, yeah, she was the face, she was the voice, but they all had an impact in her life. So we'll talk more about that um, on the next show. But yeah, do you have anything else? No, Thank you for having me. And I'm excited to, you know, keep watching the series and see what else there is to explore. Totally. I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. All right, Christina. Well, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.